Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle with our host, co-host, Puss the King from Cowboys Nation TV, and myself, Cowboys Blog. We'd like to welcome you to our, our latest episode here where we're going to take a look at a couple things. We're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliott. And then we're going to take a look. We're going to do a deep dive on the defensive line. All right. So, um, first of all, welcome my co-host, Foots. What's up, Foots? Joe Rod, let's rock. Let's roll. July 4th up in a um, couple days. Um, me and you talking pre-show about, you know, just kind of catching up. And, and, and you know, this is the dog days, really. Um, and everybody says training camp is the dog days. And really, that's fun for us because we're covering the team, we're covering things that are happening. And we're giving you guys more content. The fact of the matter is right now we're in a dead period of sports. And there's nothing to talk about but really speculation. But, hey, that's what we'll do, Joe. Let's speculate. That's what we'll do, guys. But before we get to the business here, we got to take a quick uh, thing here and recognize some of our sponsors here with SeatGeek. So I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek, all right? Uh let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on the scale from zero to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. All right, that, that's pretty good right there. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and a red dot not so good deals. All right, so you probably want to stay away from those ones, right? So, uh, we're gonna hook you up with a code here, a promo code. So go ahead and write this down real quick. This will hook you up for SeatGeek, all right? So use promo code ACAA, that's Alpha Charlie Alpha Alpha, all right? At checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium, you know? I mean, you can't beat that. What What are you waiting for? That's the, okay, the promo code again is ACAA. That's 20 bucks off your first purchase, all right? SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets, so hook them up. You know, they're, they're hooking you up. Check them out. Boom, baby. Um, so anyway, Joe, let's get right into it. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, how do you feel? Uh, he had to issue the apology today. First of all, Joe, where are you on a level of irritated and just annoyed with this player? Obviously, the meeting happened. Is this something that now okay, it wasn't that big of a deal? Or is this something like, are you kind of thinking like, you know what, this is really this kid's last straw. How you feeling, Joe? Yeah, I'm irritated about it, bro. <laughs> like, to be honest, I'm like, hey, you know, and, and everybody keeps giving him the pass, you know, like, hey, when you were young, you were this and that. I'm like, dude, you're comparing oranges to apples. You know, we weren't this young with a $20 million contract. <laughs> for the best league in all of sports. I mean, the best team in all of sports, right? So I, I hate that cop-out. And, um, you know, I think I think it's just, uh, it's risky. It's risky business. But, you know, Jerry Jones and these guys, they have a decision to make. You know, are they going to roll the dice? I mean, we have seen them roll the dice and give guys plenty of chances. And honestly, I feel like they're going to keep on with it. I, I, don't, I don't feel that they're going to abandoned ship quite yet it might take a something another boneheaded thing might do it but i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know man so what? i'm putting up his apology mm -hmm. and um you know the word determined he says he's determined and i you know 
it sucks that you have to be like this with Zeke because I think he's a, I really do think he's a good guy. Like I don't think he has any malice in his heart. I just think that he makes a lot of bad decisions. And I just think that he hasn't grown up because um, because he hasn't had to, because he's always been the best on the team or, you know, one of the best on the team. So people were willing or have always been willing more or less to do what, Joe, to turn the other cheek, right? Oh, yeah. Because he is, you know, he's Zeke and he's a great player and you will find a way to, to say, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, y'all. Eh, it's not. And, but in that, you end up here being suspended once. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the breast thing on St. Patrick's Day, yeah. this situation. And I, I just hate to say it, but, you know, while people are, you're absolutely right. That's what I've heard. You know, you were a kid once. I mean, they do this to a black man. This is a shut up. I mean, the fact of the matter is this, guys. Um, Zeke has to grow up. Whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whether it's fair, whether it's purple, white, black, orange, Ezekiel Elliott has to grow up, Joe. And if he doesn't, I'm just afraid it's too late. It could be too late. Mm-hmm. He says he's determined, but you know the apologies that I don't want to talk about this at his interviews, and it's just kind of getting. It's getting old. Um, and do it, are there now, like you said, Joe, is there somebody in that organization? Is there one voice in that organization who finally has the balls to say, uh, Jerry, you might want to consider this mm-hmm. because this, this, and this. Or if you give him a boatload of money and he is out for a year, how will you feel? Yeah, man. Because he's one drunk night. He's one argument. He's one domestic phone call away from gone for a year. No, that's no doubt, man. No doubt. And, and Zeke, he's a big man. You know, it's, 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 I think some people think, you know, oh, he's a running back. Running backs aren't big or whatever. But Zeke is a, he's a stacked, muscular, powerful man. I mean, for, uh, that, that little flop or whatever, you can call it a flop or whatever, but... You know, people don't want to see that. Roger Goodell don't want to see that on a stain on the shield. It's, I mean, it, it, it did look like a flop, right? But still, it's just like, uh, you know, they're all about the shield and this and that. So it, it's it's a messed up little situation to get into. You shouldn't have been in it, you know? It's totally a flop, Joe. Mm-hmm. But you still can't do it. Yeah, you still can't do it, man. It's, it's like... <laughs> It, you know, and we all go through these situations ourselves, even at our age. We're like, man, I wish I could wreck my car to this person who's driving like an idiot. Or I wish I could, you know, do something to the, <laughs> punch that person in the face. But we don't, you know, we have we have some self-control. And I think that's where Zeke has kind of kind of let people down over the last couple of seasons. Last year, I think he did good. But then it, it reared its ugly head again here where, you know, here comes the off season. Let's hold our breath. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of one of those things. Like, like even like his mom. I'm just kind of like, okay, mom. How about you spend less time on Twitter defending Zeke, and more time actually showing Zeke how to be a, a mature adult? Mm. Because at this point, I mean, listen. 
at this point, it's just getting, it's, it's, it's like it's getting goofy, dude. It's is getting there, goofy, bro. Hey, Foots, is there any, uh, it, okay, like in recent years, whether it was the Cowboys or, or another player on another team where you were just like, man, this person here, I'm tired of hearing about it. Is, is there any situation or a player that, that, that this kind of reminds you of? Like, does this situation kind of remind you of anybody else? I mean, to me, no. I mean, only person I can think of, uh, T.O. Nah, not T.O. because he wasn't off the field. Who was off the field? That's a great question. Or it was constantly things off the field. Maybe like Brandon Marshall had a lot of things, uh, you know, little hiccups here or there. Uh, but no, Joe, I can't think. Of, you have anybody? I can't really think of anybody, Joe, no. <laughs> I had I had one guy message me. Uh, he DM'd me about, is this guy a, a Joseph Randall type of player? <laughs> And I was That's like, good... I was like, well, he hasn't done like criminal stuff, but I mean, he is kind of getting in there where he's like always something. And I'm like, but nah, I wouldn't say anything like that. That's kind of extreme, right? But I would say like a Josh Gordon to me, but his issues were more like, uh, you know, the, the, the marijuana, obviously, right? Yeah. Which I guess that's kind of an off-field issue, right? But I remember hearing Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon, and from a fan from looking afar without knowing the whole details, you just kept hearing his name. You're like, what is with this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm tired of hearing about him. And I, that's what I wonder where other fans outside the Cowboys, like, what do, what do other fans think about this, about Zeke? Are they like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, screw this guy. I'm tired of hearing about him. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I definitely, so I definitely think the other fan bases are, like I'm tired of Zeke, like or like exactly 100 like you just said. From the outside looking in, I'm sure you're like, dude, he just he doesn't learn. You know, he's a he's a meathead. I've heard obviously NFC East fans call him a, a meathead or just not smart. And yeah. I mean, why you don't want to speculate, you kind of do. Like, is is Zeke? Does he have any common sense? Because this stuff just keeps reoccurring and reoccurring, and then. It's happening over and over again. So, again, you know, we don't want to beat a dead horse, but we do have to talk about it. Like I said, I wasn't going to make a video on it because yeah. it's just kind of like... Yeah, me either, bro. I don't want to waste that energy. It's where where I'm at is like this, all right? Um, you know, see, you kind of know what you have to do. So, if you don't, there it is. Let me, let me ask you this, Foots. Like, so we, we all saw the, the Twitter statement that he put out, and you probably got the same uh, notification that I did. It says Ezekiel Elliott has posted to Twitter in a long time, <laughs> right? So yeah. you get it, you read it, and you're like, to me, to me it felt scripted. To me it felt like this was a back possible deal with the commissioner. Like, okay, all right, Zeke, you know, we're not going to suspend you, but we do want you to – you know, acknowledge this, give some sort of statement on on the guy you shoved or whatever, you know, say this and that, and, you know, we'll consider it a closed deal. But this is a warning. If it happens again, you will be suspended. I kind of feel like this that's what this statement feels like to me because <laughs> I don't feel like, I don't know, man. It just, it, it felt It just scripted. doesn't, it doesn't, I would have liked him to do a press conference. It just doesn't, or just, it doesn't feel like um, 
It doesn't feel. I I I completely agree. It feels like Goodell said, "Zeke, we need you to say something." Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're having this meeting. Let's and then you can't do anything else. And I feel like Zeke, you know, you know, he apologized to Kyle Johnson when it happened, and I meant it. And you know, Zeke, right. it just needs to stop happening. Mm-hmm. It's always something. And uh, you know, it's the crash car. I've heard he has drinking issues. I'm just like, dude. I just, I just don't want him to be too late, bro. But, I mean, again, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, he'll have to, I hate to say it, but he'll have to kind of, like, figure things out for himself, Joe. I mean, because this team, again, we, we'll hit it when we get to the backs, but this team has, has I wouldn't say prepare themselves for life without Zeke, but they did attack his position. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's where... I'll leave it there. Yeah. You know? Well said, Foots. Well said. And I think that's a good uh, transition point. So speaking of, you know, adding to the, the depth and that kind of thing, let's go ahead and attack this defensive line. And uh, let's go over who uh, who's in, who's on the bubble, who are you looking at, any uh, pet cats, dark horses, that, that kind of thing, Foots. So let's kick it off here. What, what's your, you know, first thoughts on the defensive line? Well, again, Joe, we attacked that position in the draft. Um, obviously, drafting Tristan Hill, Jokes, and Joe Jackson. All right, and then bringing in a host of others. Right, Joe. So this is now, I think, it's the deepest room in the organization. Armstrong, Charlton, you know, Robert Quinn, Antoine Woods, Tyrone Crawford, Malik Collins. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Joe Jackson, uh, Shakir Soto, I mean, Kerry Hyder, you know, even guys who probably have no chance, Daniel Wise, the whole nine. So now we got to find the tiers of defensive tackles and the tiers of defensive ends and who um, can emerge, right, Joe? So I'll be honest, I'm on Tristan Hill watch, point blank period, Joe. So if you're saying who's who's pet cat, oh, it's my second round pick. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, because now I'm I'm watching to see, I'm watching to see Joe, was he worth uh passing on, you know, my safeties? Cause all of my safeties were there, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, that Savage was it. wasn't. Mm-hmm. But all of my safeties were there. And I'll be honest, I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Rap was there, you know. So, you know, a, a couple others. So, Thornhill, I believe, was there as well. So, I am watching Tristan Hill as far as a pet cat. As far as a second-year player, if you need one who I think can emerge, it's 100% um, Dorrance Armstrong. Just when you see him rush, you know, the way you see him move. And if you and if you're talking about somebody who I think needs to get it going, it's it's 100% Taco. But it could be. I think we're to the point now with Taco. I think we kind of all have kind of moved him. Would Taco be a surprise cut to you, Joe? You don't have to answer that right now, but you can kind of gather your thoughts. But those are mine as far as just a few players who I say, you know, those are my three. Mm-hmm. Those are the three that I'm going to give you right there, Joe. Those are them right there. All right? Yeah. Um, Tristan Hill. I'm on Tristan Hill. Watch that first step. You see what Dallas is trying to build. 
prepare for life without Antoine Woods. Um, 100% expecting Dorrance Armstrong to take a leap. And, um, and then obviously like the Robert Quinn and the whole nine and then just can Taco, can Taco give you anything? Can Taco Charlton give you anything? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's good. Uh, start off there, Foots, with, with that. And I, I agree, man. Taco, I think, is definitely one of the big um, talking points for the defensive line because he is a first-round pick. Um, looked good in the preseason, but then things just fell off a cliff. He disappeared and started dealing with injuries and looked like he got in the doghouse and just like, all right, man, is this a bust? <laughs> What are we looking at here? So this is it. You know, this is it. This is year three for him. That's when you want to see that that uh, that leap, right, from Taco. I mean, for me, it's not only the it's not only the him responding to people on Twitter. It's just he just haven't he hasn't made a play. Mm -hmm. I don't even think he has five sacks. Yeah total yes yeah, not, not a good look man not a good look and he is the head of the hot boys he's the founder so it would be it would be a shame if the uh the founder and president doesn't even make this team so he's got to get with it man you know you, the whole thing about the hot boys is you know you're making plays and you're you know doing this and that and is he just watching you know is he you know, is he just going along for the ride? Right, right. That's kind of what it, what it feels like. So, man, I'm hoping for him uh, some kind of miraculous turnaround. Um, you know, we see him out there working out with the Marcus Lawrence and the other D linemen there. Uh, you know, doing these drills and this and that. But you know, we got to see it. We got to see it in preseason and and, and that kind of thing. Because that's how I feel about all these like drills that they show. <laughs> you know, you see people doing running around and catching passes and this and that. I was like, okay, well, that's cool to get us through the, the dead zone, but it's like, <laughs> we want to see it, you know, on the field. But um, one guy yeah, that did that. The D-line summit. Yeah, yeah I that, agree. Yeah, D-line summit, man. But one guy, I guess, is my kind of under the radar or dark horse is going to be Daniel Wise. I like him. You know, he did good in the OTAs and minicamp. They like his versatility, um, you know, out of Kansas as well. So, you know, they obviously the Cowboys have been, um, you know, they've been scouting that that program for a while. So you got, you know, like you said, Dorrance Armstrong, you got Daniel Wise now, another guy. So they're doing something right over there, right? There's there's something there's something in the water over there, you could say. So Dorrance Armstrong, I'm with you on Dorrance, man. And you and I have been talking about him for a while now, and we I think we're both on the same pages. There's a feeling there that he's really gonna take that next level here and, and really give us something, you know, like a little bit of a spark, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to Dorrance, I think also the Cowboys are going to give him opportunities to. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I don't think DeMarcus Lawrence plays a snap in preseason. So Dorrance will get a chance to start on one of the sides because um, I don't think that Robert Quinn will play much either. Right, right. So it's like, let's go. You know, Tristan Hill, um, whoever you want to be your, your one, and then Dorrance on one, and then, you know, probably Taco on the other. Because, I mean, he's not – Taco isn't good enough to be, you know – Taco – he's not good enough to be this, like, 
oh yeah, you you can just chill. No, <laughs> yeah, you man. Need to play. exactly. You know? Yeah, he he absolutely has to play. So, yeah, I mean, for me, it's one of those things that's just like, um, man. See, with Dorrance though, I just wonder, can he, can he elevate even more? Was it just like he was good because we didn't expect him to, or can he elevate even more, um, and, and really get home? Because I remember guys like you know. Who was our guy from Oklahoma, Joe, who just never could get healthy? Tapper. Um, Tapper. You saw the rushes, and you were like, wow. But then it was just like, oh, nah, he he, he, he never – he's 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 an almost guy. Yeah. You know, so that'll be interesting, Joe. I, I like what I hear when, when he talks, and I feel like he's one of these players that's really taking Rod Marinelli's coaching to heart and is really – wants to be better because you you do have players that say it you know that they love rod marinelli and they're doing this and that but not all of them showed on the field with him i think you you have seen you know progression from his rookie season to last season and uh you know that kind of thing so um it's it'll be fun man i'm looking forward to this defensive line now um let's talk about really what kind of you know really you know, put us in a, in a bad area in that uh, playoff game, the middle of that defense. How are you feeling about it, Foots? Well, there you go, right there. Um, that's why I think that you drafted Tristan Hill. Um, and that's why I think that... So, the middle of our defense, first of all, I do want to say some of that was schemed, Joe, to me. I think we did get out-schemed a little bit. Yeah, However... Yeah. Um, guys like Antoine Woods needed to be better. Right, Joe? Um, and maybe a guy like Covington helps you as far as being able to play the one in our in our scheme. So, I think that... I think that... But to, I, so, I like... I do like our rotation, Joe. Mm-hmm. That we'll be able to have with... If, what you need is for Tristan Hill to be good early. You need that, Joe, because that opens up so many things now, as far as rotation on that on that one on that one tech side of town. You yeah. know, you know, because now maybe you could do some things with bringing a guy like Crawford inside, or maybe you could do some things and pushing maybe a guy that you would play like three, and, and maybe you could have two speed guys out there with with him and uh, Malik Collins. I mean, it's there's a lot that you could possibly do, right? Oh so, yeah. I mean, to me, to me, we, to me, yes, the middle of the defense, it does give me, give me issues, but it doesn't give me that many issues, more or less. I'm more or less worried about my ends, if that makes sense, and just my ends outside of Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, the the, the ends, they do, um, you know, that I'm with you on on the ends as well, but um, for defensive tackle, I, I feel that the Covington. You hit on it there. I think that's going to be a low-key signing of the offseason. I think he's going to be this year's, you know, Antoine Woods kind of player. I know I'm not comparing him to a, an undrafted player or nothing like that because Covington was drafted, I think, with the third round by the Texans or something. I mean, he, he had a good grade on him when the Texans drafted him. I don't know why they let him go. He's very productive. You know, he's consistent. 
He plays the run well. He can get in the backfield. I think he's a very good player that's really going to help that middle of the defense. And hopefully Tristan can can, de can develop. But what you hit on it too is that, you know, you, you're stronger there in the middle. It helps out, you know, some of these other players. I also feel that it'll help us maybe with some more blitz packages with Jalen Smith, able to utilize that skill set as a pass rusher um, and let these guys just roam around and, and and knock people out, man. You know, lay lay the wood on some players. So I, I love it. I love it. I think they've done some good things. Now it's just about... You know, applying it, you know, in the in the regular season. No, I mean, so, so because of the way our defense is built, right, Joe? We're built. We made a conscious effort to be a faster defense. Mm -hmm. Well, you give up something. You give up beef in that in the middle. You give up, like when we went to that four four. Um, excuse me, to that four three. Which which ends up turning into a hybrid four four or four two five whatever. Mm -hmm. When it when you go to that Joe, you give up not having a, a true nose tackle. Like you don't, we don't have a true nose. That's right. You know, we don't have a, we, it. Just is what it is. So when you're trying to get, I wouldn't even say push, but when you're trying to get, you know, plugage up there, if you're if they out gap you. Which is what happened. So, what happened in that Rams game and rewatching it, they just they just outgapped us, and they kind of used what we do against us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, want to get up the field quickly. They kind of let it happen and just ran underneath us, more yeah. or less. Yep. Yeah. And you know, a team like the Rams and with Sean McVay's play calling and the misdirection stuff that he does, it was kind of like old school I formation football. He had that uh he had the line that was able to do it. And he just he just attacked gaps differently because he knew that we would be flying upfield playing un un undisciplined ball, more or less. Now, don't get me wrong, they blocked it up nicely, Joe. But you kind of get my drift that that was more of a scheme thing. So I don't I don't look at it and say, well, the Cowboys have a, a big issue at, at tackle. Like I said, if you need Tristan Hill to be good early, which I think he will. Pressure is tackle for loss. And then now you just got to figure out that in position. Because as much as I love, I like Robert Quinn, he still has to answer some questions, Joe. Yes. Right? Yeah, that back, the health. Yeah, that that's something that some people are kind of letting fly under the radar. But that's a real thing. Yeah, that's it right there. Robert Quinn's health, I mean, that's that's big, man. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes, absolutely. So, I think it's just one of those things, like we said, you know, um, with the ends, we know who D-Law is. Now we need somebody opposite. We've given up on Taco, so who is it, Joe? It's going to have to be the Beast of Beasts, Randy Gregory. Now, the thing about him is what is the status on him? Everything's to be. Everything seems to be uh, in secrecy. There's a there's a shroud over this. Like, what is the update? Like, nobody knows. But you know, I, I think we just have to continue to operate as if he's you know suspended indefinitely, which he is. And knowing the commissioner, you know, he he, he has the right to drag his feet and let it be. You know, another year, or whatever. So I don't know, man. What, what's your gut feeling on on 
on Randy Gregory. I think he's the piece that really could uh, really solidify this defense as, as, you know, up there as an elite top five defense. So I think that, I think, so that's it right there. But see, when you're talking about Gregory, though, I just, I just can't put, I don't know, man. I just can't put put any stock into him anymore, Joe. Mm-hmm. Damn. Right. That's all you can say is damn. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it there. Like, because I don't want to go into this long soliloquy because I'll just get mad, bro. Because he, he was so good. Like, he was he was really coming on, coming into his own last year. Damn. And yeah. he, he has the – he – he and he, if he was able to put three seasons together, Joe, you would be like, damn, he's that type of an athlete. Yeah. But it's always something. Always something, man. <laughs> it seems to be a, a uh, something that we keep talking about here with certain players. <laughs> it's always something. Yeah. You know, and and like you said, that's that's kind of like a cowboy's way. A Cowboys thing, dude. It sucks, but it's the truth. Yeah, no doubt, man. We're yeah, that it is what what it is. That, that is the absolute truth. You can't deny it. So uh, it is a shame um, because yeah, man, he was really coming on. And uh, if he hadn't had any of these setbacks, who knows what we'd be talking about right now? You might be talking about you know a big ass <laughs> extension for this guy because he has the tools, man. He is that player you saw in Nebraska. He's that guy. And a lot of people had him as a first round pick, right? Until, you know, his stock started dropping because of the failed drug test at Nebraska and this and that. But what you saw in Nebraska, that was the real deal. And it's, it's uh, you know, you've seen it on at the NFL level that he can still do it, you know, causing turnovers, putting pressure. Uh, he, he looks good out there, man. I just, it sucks. Oh, either, you know? oh, the, oh, the first step is special mm-hmm. still. The yes. bend is still special. Yes. Um, but as long as, you know, marijuana is illegal in the league, I feel like uh, I feel like he'll, uh, it, you know, it is what it is, man. So, so if not Gregory Foots, um, who is that other player? Who, who in your mind could be that, that spark or that, that player? I'm honestly thinking Dorrance, man. But I just got to see it. Like, he has a lot of that with him. Yeah. As far as quickness was. He has a lot of that with him, Joe. Um, I just have to see it. I have to see it. We have to see it in preseason games. We have to see it um and, and then it has to transition to regular season. Where do you, where teams are actually scheming for you and you can still make plays. Is you there know? is there anybody on this is since we're talking defensive line is this the squad on the defense that has the most questions for you? Is it D line, linebackers, or defensive backs? Like who, who's who gives you the biggest kind of like uh, kind of uneasiness? You know, as as we head to camp, you know, what squad is it? Is it D line? Um, ah, Joe. Yeah, D line and probably tight ends. Um, but only reason why I would say D line is just because, you know. I just don't know how much Taco loves the game. Mm. When when you ask that, when you gotta ask that, you just you'll never know, right? Um, so I don't know I don't know about that, right, Joe? Then I have to figure out um, 
I have to figure out who who is when Randy Gregory. I mean, excuse me, when Demarcus Lawrence is getting doubled, who is that that player? I think I know what Michael Gallup can be because he's put it on film. We know what Amari Cooper is, so it's now receivers. Um, obviously, our backup quarterback room needs a little bit of work and confidence building. But defensively, man, I would have to put my bet again on a. Uh, my bet, my bet would have to be on, uh, on, 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 the, on, on, on the defensive line as a whole, just making sure that they're, they're, they're on. And then that's, and that's what I say too, man. I think, um, I think the biggest question mark is that defensive line because, you know, the Quinn, the, you know, can he play through a full season? And then, um, you know, you're, you're doing projections, right? You're still doing projections with the, the middle of that defense. You want Covington to be healthy. You want Tristan Hill to be what we think he can be. So, you know, it's stuff that's still in progress. The only one that we really know is a dog and a badass is the Marcus Lawrence. And even him, he's going to come in with this season with a question. How does he look from that, uh, that surgery? You know, being off this whole time, rust, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, hopefully they get these things figured out. And and then it snowballs into the draft, you know, just looking way ahead, right? Because, you know, every year fans want, are clamoring for safety. We need a safety. When it, well, I tell you what, if the if defensive end, is there's some questions there, it will be D-line again before safety. All right? So, fans, be ready for that. <laughs> absolutely, man. No, I absolutely can't wait. And I and I even say, like you said, it'll be, it'll be. That's what I'm thinking. Listen, there's going to be this Cowboys team has a lot of sneaky internal battles. I'm telling you, that's what I'm telling Cowboys fans. Like that's been my pitch this whole offseason, Joe. Like there's a lot of battles around this, around this, um, around this, around this organization, Joe. There are, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, dude. I can't wait. Nobody's grandfathered into any position. That's Nobody. The, yeah, that's the that's the awesome thing about this whole deal. Yeah, big time. Yeah, nobody. I mean, Tristan Hill could come out and start over Malik Collins. Hmm. Could happen. Yeah. He's a second round pick, and he can come out and make plays. We have to hope that uh, you know. We have to hope that that contract year kind of puts a little extra. St- you know, oomphing his step for Malik Collins without breaking yeah. it. <laughs> so yeah, seriously. Yeah, so we'll see, man. Because man, you and I have—we've always liked Malik Collins when he's on the field, but it's just those feet, man. There's something—I don't know if it's a chronic thing, genetic thing—but those feet are bad, man. Like they, there's something, something's not right, you know. <laughs> I, I think he's had a foot since. Um, I think he's had a foot deal since since for his fr- uh, not freshman year. Since he was a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what? He did because he was out that whole training camp and then came out and played great. Mm-hmm. Which we were just kind of like, okay, Malik Collins didn't have to go to training camp again. You know, but. Yeah, that's, it'll be good competition on that middle of that defense. I do, I do feel good about the depth, like the quality of, of, of players that will be battling because I do like. Uh, Ross, I like him and you know, battling for some spot. You know, uh, um, the guy that we got from the uh, AFF, what was his name? Uh, man, I forget the guy's name. 
But we signed him, you know, that, that rotation, you know, with Covington and Tristan Hill, Malik Khan. So if everybody can stay healthy, this this will be a, a really good defense. There's no doubt about that in my mind whatsoever. No, so. absolutely. And, I mean, I feel like that would be a safe bet. And speaking of bets, Joe, all right, let's talk about my bookie. Mm-hmm. Since we started the show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. My bookie got you, man. I mean, it's, it's you know, Joe, there's no other way. If you want to bet, you want to get your little cash, you think you know sports, you need to go with my bookie. Between their live end game betting, all right, you can do this end game. All right, endless props and fantasy sports wagers. That's big. There's something for everyone with the best player perks and and in the sports book business, all right? They've been doing this for a long, long time and they know how to make you happy. Here we go. They're hooking up their listeners all month. Visit mybookie.ag. That's my, B-O-O-K-I-E dot Alex Greg and use the promo code, okay? That's mybookie.ag. That's the promo code as well. All right, you just you just m y b o o k i d o t a g. That's the promo code right there. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie, baby. Yes, my bookie. That's the way to go, man. You want to get paid? I've used them before, and uh, it's paid off for me as well. You know, I'm not just saying it. I have tried this, and uh. Yeah, man, you bet on on the on the winner, someone like the Cowboys, you can pull in some money, man. Oh, I I know there's no there's no doubt that you can get some money, especially this year when the Cowboys play like the Eagles and the Skins, and we cakewalk them and we stomp a, a mud hole in their face. Um, you definitely want to bet with Dallas for sure. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. We're just weeks away from training camp. And, um, yeah, man. Um, what what position group do you want to touch next, Joe? Um, I think I feel like we need to go back to offense. So let's let's take a look at um, let's hit offensive line. We just did D line. Let's hit up the other fat boys. Well, they're not fat. These guys are big. These guys are big dudes. So let's hit up. Let's hit up the the big hosses up there on that, that offensive line. Okay, let's do it, Joe. Um, and I've got a quick look forward before we get out of here. Awesome. All right. Since we're talking about D-line, um, this is kind of like a watch list for you guys. I like, again, as always, you know, this is what me and Joe do. Okay. We love to have you guys over prepared for the college season and ultimately transition into the draft season. Um, we pride ourselves on our draft coverage. And I think for the last two years, especially we've been on it. So, a player that I want you guys to keep your eyes on is a Mr. Xavier Thomas, all right, senior, I mean, excuse me, a sophomore. I think he'll be a junior this year. I think he'll be draft eligible next year. Clemson, defensive end, all right. Everybody knows about Chase, Chase Young, Roquan, Raquan Davis, you know, guys like that that are coming out that are, you know, very high. But this is a guy that, if we plan on picking where I think we'll pick, he may be there like late first round and Clemson really produces really good defensive linemen. Oh, yeah. Xavier Thomas, Joe. 
Xavier Thomas, my dude. Xavier Thomas, that's that's a good one. Foots and Clemson, they're uh, yeah, you're right, man. They are continuing, continuously putting out really good players, man. Both sides of the ball, it's a really good program. I think you know, beating Alabama in the, in the championship, uh, you know, when they did really, you know, put them on the map, and they're getting you know these five star blue chip players and. Hell of a program, man. I, I I love watching them during the season because you get a you get a good look. You know, I mean, people are gonna be climbing at that quarterback too. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a fun program to watch, man. I, I like Clemson. You know, um, I like the receivers that they put out, whether it's Nuke or you know all these other guys that they've been putting in the league. Sammy Watkins, maybe not absolutely. so much, but still, but still good quality players, man. Starters in this league, so. Uh, yeah, man. Good, good team to follow. That's a good player, everybody. Make sure you follow, follow that one. I'm gonna check him out myself too, first. So that's a good one, bro. Yeah, man. Like I said, he'll be on all the watch list, and definitely go ahead and give him a check, Joe, for sure. He will be on our watch list. Thank you, first. We'll look that forward, baby. I look forward. That segment is brought to you by our Seat Geek and uh, my bookie sponsor. So check them out. Like we said. And um, I think that's a I think that's a pretty good way to put a bow on this this here foots. Um, any closing statements before we head out here? Hey man, um, my closing statement is let's all pray that somebody emerges, okay? Because if not, we'll be trading up to get Chase Young next year. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's a good one, foots. But uh, that's it, guys. Thanks for checking us out. Make sure you follow us on all of our uh, social networks: Twitter, YouTube, obviously. Um, you know, give us a five-star rating on, on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and um, I think we're going to be featured on Slacker as well now. Armchair's trying nice. to get trying to get us out there on Slacker as well. So, give us some follows, give us some good feedbacks, and keep listening to us on the go, on the car, at the gym, wherever you're at. And we really do appreciate you guys. Let's rock. Let's roll, Let's roll. baby. Peace. Peace.